0: so it is time for us to play devil's advocate if we had the budget we'd do that simpsons joke but we don't but i the bald a-hole simon miller am always happy to get into it so we do go through 2023 for one reason or another aew did a very good job in getting people talking sometimes it was very happy stuff sometimes it was very sad then there was the crazy people that just get angry now some of this wasn't expected at all but actually when you get into the nitty gritty aew was right all along why Here's why. So what are we talking about? Let's get into it. When AEW did first burst into life back in 2019, one of the things that people loved about it the most is that it offered a little bit something different when it came to mainstream American wrestling. If you wanted to call it the New Japan version that was just happening going on over here or in the USA, you totally could. And it was something very nice and different from WWE at the time was definitely not finding its way. I mean, do not forget they called it All Elite Wrestling. The clue is in the title. You can't just say that unless you're going to back it up. They did this with longer, more meaningful matches and a sports-based presentation, which does feel like it's about to come back. And then the growth kind of balanced out. Now, long associated with the peak after All Out 2021, I was always surprised that other people were surprised by this. Because it had been two years of utter smashing and eventually you do have to slow down. I mean it's the tortoise and the hare scenario. You can keep going at 100 miles per hour but eventually you will hit a wall. And if you are in it for the long term then you need to take a breath and start planning your future more meticulously. It meant that we did get down into some more experimenting as if we had a test tube especially when it came to that Devil Mask storyline. Instantly, people accused it of being way too WWE, and that always irks me. WWE doesn't have ownership over this stuff. If you wanna do something that's a little bit more sports entertainment, you absolutely should. Now, look, I love WWE too, but if you go back in the past, all promotions were doing this, Sometimes it's goofy, and sometimes it's serious. Every promotion has to try new things as well, otherwise you'll never grow. And as I said on ups and downs for weeks, I actually quite liked the Daryl narrative. I didn't know whether it was going to go left or whether it was going to go right. And you know what? Some people didn't like it, and that's totally fine. We can respect each other's opinions. Although actually we can't. There was another train of thought though, which was others going, wait a minute, has Tony Khan been influenced by the Bloodline story? Once again, I scratched my rubbish beard. and I was like, well, does that even matter? Did you watch the Bloodline story? It's not like it was a flop, is it? And if all of a sudden you saw numbers increasing somewhere else, maybe you would go, well, we need a slice of that pie. Also, it's lemon, and I love lemon. At the same time, though, this was kind of capitulated by the fact that some fan favorites didn't really seem to be featuring anymore. Someone like Hangman Page, for example. And when it came to the Keshta, we can still talk about this in 2024 are we gonna try and make him a star or are we not sometimes he was having bangers on dynamite and beating kenny omega and you wouldn't see him for a month i mean as soon as you have decided for a brand new person to beat someone like omega you really should have a plan in place and yes we didn't and it wasn't the best idea again though i really do think we threw all these things at the world to try and find out what a modern day aew would be Yeah, eventually, I think we found it. So I can only assume after trying all of this stuff and then doing a post-mortem over the last 12 months, the big conversation starter was, well, I remember when we were doing all that sports stuff, people seemed to like that, so why don't we go back to the sports stuff? I mean, in many ways, we should all be pleased about these, because it means the powers that be are actually listening to us. One fateful day, Tony Khan did go public and he said, oh, hey, it is November, and do you know what I'm about to launch? continental classic now round robin tournament over this side of the world has long been overdue unless you do want to go and watch that one that wcw did back in the day but i warn you leave your brain at the door it is so so stupid and therefore it's funny but it wasn't meant to be humorous and it's hilarious you also want to plunge a fork into your eye after a while but don't do that but in stark contrast when it came to the c2 It was like watching the flipping NFL or Premier League. Three points for a win, one point for a draw. Nothing if you do lose. It was all about competition and it was all about athletics and it was all about one person being better than the other. I mean, look at Eddie Kingston. He had an amazing tale. The whole point was, oh, damn it. I screwed up to begin the thing, but now I've got to claw my way back up to the top. And what did he win? Became the inaugural winner of the Continental Classic and nobody can ever take that away from him. Because not everything in wrestling has to be totally exaggerated or over the top and that's what we did here. I think the reason it resonated as much as it did is because it was so not WWE, that you didn't want to watch WWE, where well, you had something that was pure AEW. I mean, that's why All Elite Wrestling existed to begin with, to be something different. Some people, of course, pretended they couldn't do basic maths, which was absolute gibberish, but look what it did for somebody like Daniel Garcia. He didn't even clock up that many Ws during the C2, but here we are, as so I am recording this on the 24th of January, 2024, and it's quite clear he's going to become one of the standout stars of the next 12 months. And that's absolutely fabulous, and it probably doesn't happen without this tournament. And even somebody like Claudio Castagnoli came out the other side with just a little bit more legitimacy. And he was already legitimate as, well, a word that starts with F. It's why I like the fact that Devil Storyline was running concurrently to this, because you've just got a little bit of everything. And in my personal opinion, that's how wrestling should always be. And it ended with once again, Tony Khan doing a post-press conference at a pay-per-view and saying, actually, I've heard all the feedback and things like the C2, you're about to get bored of it. And there were obviously other things that were perpetuating these conversations, such as many AEW wrestlers that it didn't really seem like they wanted to be there anymore. Case in point being Andrade. As a bizarre reference that nobody in the US will understand, to me, we should just approach these things like one Pep Guardiola in any of his teams. If a player doesn't want to be there, he just goes, well, there's the door. Goodbye. I think that's probably what AEW should do too. I mean, you want to make sure that you have all hands on decks and you can continue to smash it. But what we do need to bring back into the conversation is pay-per-view numbers, because whether you thought the TV was going up or whether you thought the TV was going down, when it came to pay-per-view, AEW always delivered, or on average would get about 140,000 buys per show. That's some damn good selling. Let's not forget that when it came to All In in Wembley too, they did over 200,000 buys So don't tell me a bunch of intervals aren't invested into this. They absolutely are. And they're willing to spend cash. And whether you want to admit it or not too, when you actually do go through all the numbers, they have found success on television as well. We just have to sit here at the moment, as I'm doing right now, and figure out where they're going to go next. Now, I assume they will re-up with Warner Brothers Discovery and they'll get a bunch more money and they will be profitable. And this is good for professional wrestling. And why? Because otherwise you'll go back to WWE in 2018. Nobody like that. There's also not a lot of nonsense finishes on AEW because Tony Khan likes to keep it as clean as possible. So that's something for everybody else. <laughs> Let's remind ourselves of the next All In that is happening in a few months. I mean, Not till August. They have already sold over 30,000 tickets, which means probably if you were going to do a guesstimate, they'll hit about 50,000. And to do 70,000 plus at Wembley one year and then 50,000 plus the next, don't come into my house and tell me they're failing. That's absolutely crazy. Also, look at AEW Revolution, which is happening in a month or so. That is totally sold out. There's not one seat left. I mean, I'm sure there's one, but you take my point. So I think all the building blocks are in place, my friends. And right at the core of that, right at the center, is the fact that AEW is gonna go back to more like sports. Hence why i have also got the rankings back. Now, you've got to be careful with these because sometimes it can be like, well, wait a minute, FTR have been the number one contenders for about 72 years and they haven't got their title shot. And that comes down to your creative and that comes down to your booking. And if you do drop the ball here and there, that's okay. Just pick it up, dust it off and make sure you get it right next time. As I always say, we have 52 weeks of programming a year. Not everything can be for you, and not everything can be for me. This may be outdated by the time you see it as well, but they could also have their hands on Mercedes Monet and a And if you get two stars in the door of that magnitude, well, the wrestling war and the ultimate game of tennis is certainly back on. Don't play tennis like this. will lose so i think it's a great thing that AEW went out there and tried something new only to come back to what brought them to the dance in the first place because now they can double down on it and they can feel more confident and again that ties into all of our lives if you don't have that confidence sometimes you need to fake it to make it but now in 2024 it's time to hit a bunch of home runs and i totally believe that AEW is going to do just that. Now, of course, the most important thing to do is leave me a comment below and let me know what do you think? What do you think AEW needs to do in 2024 to maybe win you back over or to cement your fandom? Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. You can also click the video on the screen, which is 10 wrestlers AEW will sign in 2024 so you can mostly laugh at us. Cause Did we get them right? I mean, every here and there, but ultimately, no. Thank you again for joining me. As always, though, my friends, and as always, don't forget, these videos are there to encourage intelligent discourse. You can still go super troll down there if you wish, but I will totally ignore you because ultimately there's no right and there's no wrong answer. Just try and enjoy resting as much as you can. Make it so much easier. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,